the internet, welcome once again to Hack the Dino, your fortnightly pop culture podcast, performing patiently, perfectly, penguin, people, penguin. This is episode 12 or something, I don't know, I didn't look before we started, because we're professional. My name is Ben Rosenthal, and joining me as always is Mr. Dan McGuinness. Hello. And we are recording live here from Dan's comic book store, Greenlight Comics in Adelaide, South Australia. Stephen's Place. Stephen's Place. What's 18. the number? 18. And as always, we have a very special guest with us this fortnight. Uh, we have independent comic book creator, yes. uh, Miss Georgina Rex. Hello. Welcome to the store that you've probably visited numerous times, but At not least in this twice capacity. A week. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. <laughs> all over it. So tell us a bit about yourself, Georgina. What do you do independent comically wise? Good one. Thanks. <laughs> I had to think about that. Could you tell? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I draw comics. Yep. That's a good start, right? Yeah. Uh, You're already one up on me because I can't oh, buddy. draw. But you can write them, yes. I can pretend to. Oh, yeah. He writes a good comic. Yeah. yeah that's what I, I Singular. <laughs> Came yeah, out yeah. last year. <laughs> I'm done now. <laughs> so you just need to do one. That's more than that's, a lot of people. Yeah, like. I just sit back and watch the money roll in. There's definitely a lot of comics money out there. The roll in. I like the five cent <laughs> They throw at me. Yeah. <laughs> So I make comics and I make mostly memoir comics. I do dabble in fiction mm-hmm. occasionally, but most of mine are memoir or autobiographical comics. Okay. Yes, and so they're obviously stories about my life or previous things that have happened. So are you the character in the books? Or? Most, yeah, most of the time I am the main character, which is good because it means, because I can draw myself. So it's an easy scapegoat. You've drawn yeah. yourself for a long time. I have, yeah. Um, and you've recently made the leap from uh, sometimes part-time creative with a full-time job, which is what a lot of us do, to full-on, full-time, freelance creator. That's, well, it's very admirable uh, and very it's foolish, scary. some people say. <laughs> Not what? I, honestly? You should always do it. I will never yeah. do it. I can tell you now, I will never, ever, ever do that. I will always be working full-time and comics will be something that I get up at 4.30 in the morning to write. Oh, man. Yeah. That, I think that's why I had to quit my job, because I can't get up at 4.30 in the morning, so you're, you're a braver uh, man than I. See, you just need a little kid. Yeah. Everything's fine. <laughs> that's what I've been doing. Yeah, that's, what, that's what you're doing wrong. Um, um, so also, um, uh, Georgina, so she self-publishes her stuff, so mm-hmm. she does like the whole nine yards of just like, you know, getting it, writing it, drawing it, collating it all together. Oh, actually, already, yeah. I don't collate it because uh, oh, my, yes, of course. My, my fantastic partner, Owen Hyman, mm-hmm. is also a comics creator, maker, person, yep. and a much better speller than me, so he proofreads all my stuff before it gets shipped into a nice PDF. Man, he's anal about that, oh, isn't he? And it's, oh, good. it's great good. for my comics as well. And actually, we can mention he has actually just started up his own little publishing press, yeah. publishing press called um, Amplified Press, Amplified Press, yeah. doing little local independent mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Supporting local South Australian He's got a Facebook page. I've seen it. I've joined it. I liked it. You should too. Amplified Press on the old Facebook. Anyway, back to you. Uh, Uh, Fears and uh, uh, trepidations of going into the full-time gig. Yeah, so I had savings. It was not like I did it foolishly. Like, you know what? I was going to quit my job. Uh, I did think about it for a little while. um, But it was still very scary. Like, it took me a month after resigning to realize what I'd done. And what did you do before? Like, Uh, what was your full-time job? Yeah, I worked as a sound librarian at the ABC. Man, that's cool in itself. It, like it sounds very cool, and it is. It is. It is cool. Like you're, you're working with radio and television people, providing their music 
to like make their shows a lot better, which yep. is really, really great. And I, I'm a super nerdy librarian. Were you one of the people who discovered one of the Lost Doctor Who episodes down in the Adelaide? Unfortunately, no. no? That was before my time. I was really like whenever they told me about that because I've seen that that sort of old building that's not used anymore, and it's real creepy. It's awesome. like a Doctor Who set alone, and so the person who found it must have like been in a weird time, distorted. Thing. <laughs> I, I know what I mean. I can imagine it in my brain. But yeah, uh, so yeah. for those of you who don't know, uh, there's many Lost Doctor Who episodes uh, thought to have been recorded over and mm. gone for years gone by, and they found one a couple of years back in the Adelaide uh, ABC building. Just the audio they found. Uh, no, I think they found I think the, the whole thing. thing. Oh, the whole thing. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, one right. of um, one of the ones that were released, the Spiders of yeah. Mars or something. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. What Doctor Who was it? It was one of um, you know the, uh, the, 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 the second one. Yeah, yeah, you know, that him. One. No? With the first. John Petrie, oh. or he was the third one? Yeah, uh, Petrie was the third one. It, oh, I cannot believe... I, I'm i sorry. I, we'll edit this in later. Poly- no, we won't, <laughs> oh, okay. because people need to know Patrick that... Stewart, right? No. <laughs> oh, Patrick McNeese? No. No. Oh, imagine I actually guessed his name. God, I don't know any of them. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, matter. But it's annoying me now. <laughs> anyway, back anyway. to you. Uh, yeah, so I, I, as much as I loved my job, it was super exciting, loved providing all those things, uh, I found that I was just drawing whenever I had a chance and I realised that what my, my true calling at the moment was to do comics and I was particularly because I was writing a book, my first graphic novel, yep. and I really wanted to get that done. So what's your graphic novel about? My graphic novel is called Oh Brother, or at least it is at the moment, mm-hmm. um, and it's about growing up with a brother with severe autism and how that oh, affects cool. the family and particularly from the point of view of a sibling, right. so my point of view obviously, um, which is seemed to me is a less common narrative in media presented about autism so it's often either from the view of the person with autism or from a parent or caregiver right. but not often the sibling and what that means um, yeah for them I was just when you I, I read I read your first, first, first draft of yep. the first 30 pages I was amazed about the how severe your brother had autism and I didn't even know it went that far yeah so I think have you got an example like some examples of like how like it's so, yeah yeah like um. yeah so Rob Rob's on uh, what's called severe autism so at one end of the spectrum you would have severe autism and at the other end you'd have high functioning someone with high functioning autism although now it is called autism spectrum disorder or ASD so that's the correct term yeah, yeah. which also encompasses Asperger's syndrome now it's all on one spectrum um, so Rob doesn't talk he's uh, vocal not verbal so he can't communicate with you he he may sound words that he make sounds that sound like words but they're really just Copying what you so he would pinch you if he got angry, so you'd go, No pinching, Rob. So he now goes, No pinching, and pinches you, and he thinks it's a joke. Um, <laughs> so things like that. So it, it, he, it's being diagnosed with about sort of the intelligence level of a two year old. So he's basically a giant toddler. And how old is he now? He's 24. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he's in full time care. He's moved out of home and he's in full time care, which we're very lucky to. Get. to mm. get. Um, not everyone does get that. Mm. Uh, and it, I think it is because of Rob's severity that he's been sort of higher up on the list. But it, yeah, that doesn't necessarily yeah. That's a whole other different mm, yeah, kettle of yeah. fish that we don't need to get into. But yeah, it, it's been really good for him to get out of the house. Like any child who wants to grow up, they need to get out of not living with their parents and mm. do their own thing. So he's, he's now can do that. And he works on a farm oh, cool. where he feeds chickens a couple of times a week. And really? Yeah. 
I didn't know that. Well, is that the book? Yeah, or not, well, not yet. It will be. Yes, yeah, cool. yes, at the end. Spoilers. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> and how many uh, pages in have you got into your? I'm in the middle of a residency actually through the Making Children's Literature Trust, oh, cool. um, which is working on part two. So each there's three parts, and hopefully it'll be about three hundred ish all up. Although I've now found that part two is going to be a lot longer than I was <laughs> planning for it to be. So I'll, hopefully I'll have a good editor who'll be able to cut me down a little bit and figure out what will sound better. So I'm hoping for three hundred pages all up. I'm about one fifty in. Wow. And do you, when you're writing, do you script first and then write from the script, or are you completely... She's a, she's a big thumbnailer. Yeah, so I, this is a new thing for me. I used to, all my short comics, the longest thing up until this point has been about 40 pages, and it's a diary comic, so you just sort of do it as you go along as a travel journal sort of thing. Yep. This time, yes, you're right, I do a script, and it's sort of mostly dialogue with a little bit of instruction to myself later if it's a particularly key visual that mm-hmm. I think that I'll need to get across. Um, print that out and then I make all the corrections, get a big red pen and draw lots of little thumbnails and try and match them up on the piece of paper. So it's, it, looks, it looks confusing to pretty much everyone but me but, and it gives me sort of an idea of the visual and then from there I do a, dra- a rough draft of pencils which is what I'm doing at the moment as right. part of the residency. Yeah. Well, there you go. And um, anything that you, any advice you've got for anyone out there who goes, yeah, you know what, I'm going to quit my job. And just make comics. It. Just do it. Well, it, like, <laughs> do it with it. Like, make sure you feel as comfortable as possible. But um, and don't feel bad if you don't feel good straight away. Right. Because it took. It did take me a full month before I actually felt like this was a, the right decision that I'd made. And usually, it's, if you think about it enough, it probably is the right decision. And talk to other people about it. And I'll come. Talk, come talk to me. And I'll just chat to you. Usually, about the decisions that involve risk and doing something creative that you love is usually the right decision. Mm. Usually. Yeah. In I my know. opinion. If you, I think if you're calculated in your risk, yeah, it, absolutely. Yeah. Except if your creative love is killing people. Well, well. <laughs> <laughs> if you go bad, the Dexter route, and, you know, just kill murderers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a murderer. <laughs> murderer? A murderer. murderer. Anyway, that's yeah. enough about killers. Um, we should talk about more about your comics a little later on, I think. Uh, but before we get into video game news, which is what we do every fortnight, I just want to say Patrick Troughton. Troughton, yes, of course. Second doctor. I knew there was a oh. something. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. So uh, you hopefully we did. Didn't you? What? No. <laughs> There's I no know, Google allowed. I know all, all the doctors. Yeah, it's just like a quiz. No, yeah. no Ron Atkinson. <laughs> well, he he did play a doctor in the. He did in the Red Nose Day, as did uh, cheekbones from. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, Tarkin. Uh, what's his that name? Guy. Oh yeah. my goodness. All the best Again. doctors. Yeah. George no, Clooney. Um, <laughs> one of the Grants. Not Hugh Grant, the other one. Richard E. Grant. No, the, uh, no, he, he was no, no, no. The guy who played Grandma Tarkin, I can't remember his name, uh, from Star Wars. He was yeah. one of the doctors. But he was actually okay. doctorizing DR who. And he was right. a, a human who developed, who made a TARDIS on Earth and then traveled to uh, Scarra. Actually. Yeah. Came up against the Daleks. Anyway. <laughs> hey, more nerd stuff. So, yeah, um, that's pretty heavy, yeah. <laughs> I was say that. Who would have thought? 50 years of a, a show and uh, there's a lot of backstory to it. Uh, some stuff happened in the video game world in the past fortnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most noticeable that I've found is there's a YouTuber by the name of Jontron. I don't know if you're big into the YouTube plethora of people. Not much. Um, I really only watch one show, which what? is um, Game Theory. With Matt Pat, that's awesome. I like, don't know that uh, look it up. He, he's we had right. one of the YouTubers come in the shop the other day. Did you? He's a big one. Was it John Tron? I don't know. Ross, what was the name of that YouTuber that came in? Rucker Rucker. Rucker Rucker. So Hamburglar was here. Uh, John Tron uh, actually is a massive um, 
Banjo Kazooie fan and has even oh. done charity uh, events where all the proceeds go to charity, as <laughs> events like that usually do, while playing Banjo Kazooie. He was asked and accepted by uh, Platonic to voice uh, some characters in Ukulele, which is coming out soon. Yeah, the successor. Yeah, well, the spiritual successor, even though it's made by the exactly the same game team, and uh, it, it's basically a sequel besides the characters. Uh, John Tron recently uh, gave some personal viewpoints that are uh, oh. not the best um, to any uh, clear-thinking person. Uh, and you mean too ambiguous? I don't know what you're talking about. He supported some ideas that are very much in line with. U.S. President Donald oh, Trump. Okay, I get it now. Okay, uh, and as such, Platonic has removed all of his voice acting from Ooh, their game. So must be very handy. well, very close to launch. Like this launches next month, I think. Wow! Uh, I wonder what the characters got now. Well, just, they would have just got whoever. Well, they just like instead of having him just to pay him out, it's just a thing of like whenever the character talks, it's like. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, their statement on their website said they just don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable at all playing their game by mm. any association, mm. and his viewpoints aren't in line with their uh, guidelines. And Maybe they took the character don't... out, yeah. and there's just a spot where there's supposed to be a character, but it's not there. This cut scene. Yeah. He's got up against the final boss, and all of a sudden you've won. He's lying yeah. on the ground. Um, so yeah, that, I thought that was yeah, wow. pretty admirable, actually, of Platonic to go, actually, no, because it, uh, YouTube's big, but it's not like a massive media thing. Um, but yeah, they obviously know who their online community is and are looking out for them. So even more Excellent. reason to Top buy yeah. ukulele. To, uh, not, to not hear some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pokemon Go is having a big event at the moment for a week. Um, yeah, we talk about Pokemon a lot on here I, because... Well, one assumes. Ben yeah. talks about Pokemon. Yeah, <laughs> I see here and go, whoop. <laughs> still throw balls at it, right? It's glorified yeah. cockfighting, right? Um, <laughs> so, uh, firstly, you will get the rare evolution items that you need to evolve some Pokemon after uh, playing every day for seven days. You gotta so wonder. Good. Does anyone even still play it apart from you? Who cares? I know at least. It's all about me. Someone else is. Um, they're having a water event at the moment, so all water-based or water-type Pokemon are appearing more regularly. Are people complaining that their phones aren't working from doing it in the pool. <laughs> Are water Probably. more special? Because I know very little about Pokemon. I enjoyed the curse. No, it's just, um, I think the biggest thing is uh, in order to get a Gyarados, it evolves from Magikarp. Sure. Uh, but you need 400 uh, mm -hmm. candies. And Magikarp's sure. crap. Uh, no, Magikarp's awesome. Carp. <laughs> Carp. Magikarp. He's the best. They do look cool. They do. Um, he does nothing though. He just sort of splashes around. Oh yeah, around. for sure, sure. Um, and they've also released the first ever shiny for Pokemon Go, which is a shiny magic card that you can sense. get. Uh, mm -hmm. So that was in the second generation. They introduced shinies uh, with the red Gyarados. He's usually blue, mm -hmm. and they've now released it into the wild now. So I've been walking around like a madman trying to get my shiny magic card. You're probably but missing it right now. Probably. I, I should probably get it out. <laughs> Um, I should probably say as well that anyone who does like Pokemon and mm -hmm. playing Pokemon, the actual card game, yep. we have a, at Greenlight Comics, every Tuesday we have a a, a Pokemon kind of like free-to-play, casual-play tournament. Pay cool. 10 bucks to get in, you get two booster packs, and you get to just hang out and play Pokemon in a cool environment with a whole bunch of other people if you're sick of playing your brother or sister or your mum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just thought I'd mention that. That's my Pokemon news. Every I Tuesday from 6 till 9 p.m. News. I even have Pokemon news. Oh, I know, and I don't even. Yeah, so I, I run a comic kids comic group here yes. called Inky Fingers, which is on the first Monday of every month, and the next one, which is the third of April, I believe, 
Uh, we're doing Pokemon cards. We're cool. making, we're designing our own Pokemon cards. You know what's even better? Mm -hmm. There's a Pokemon called Inkay. So Ooh, look that up. It's a little squid. Inkay fingers. Inkay fingers. Yeah, he's That's a little so squid. Uh, and we've all heard about the left Joy-Con issue with the Switch. Nah. No. Oh. What's going on? Some. Uh, well, I have to, I just have to be that guy that oh, says but no. I, no, no. I, can, I can be that guy. No. <laughs> no. Uh, pretty much uh, manufacturing fault in a very small number of Joy Cons on the left uh, means it desyncs. Uh, and it, it can falls be off when you're playing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just uh, the Bluetooth doesn't react. Um, yeah, so mm. there's some wiring or something in there that was wired incorrectly. Nintendo came out and admitted this today. Uh, they said you can fix it, and apparently it's done by inserting a bit of foam into a slot somewhere, and it fixes the problem. I hope someone owned up to that and had their yeah, chopped their own finger off. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that uh, is one fix, and they said it's only a very limited number. Uh -huh. of controls. I don't even know if mine does it because uh, I play with the Pro Controller and it's fantastic. Even so, when you're out and about. Yeah, yeah. I uh, harnessed a, uh, <laughs> a elaborate thing. You know, like a, when you play a one-man band with a harpsichord? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them, but I put the switch there. Harmonica? Yeah, one of them. Whatever. I know music. Hey. Uh, yeah, so then walk around like that in a VR helmet. And that's not true. Go believe it. Anyway, Mass Effect, Mass, Massen, Mass Effect, Mass Effect Andromeda came out this week. Yeah, yeah, it was about seven week, days ago, something like that. I don't know who plays that game. Dan, you've heard some news about it. Yeah, just a little bit. It's not really news. It's more like oh, well, snarky, stabby rumors and what? stuff. What on the internet? Yeah, I know that'll never take off. Huh. It's just I just I just keep hearing like really bad. See, all I've heard about, about, it about it is that uh, you, you just can have sex with lots of people. Well, all I've heard about it like is... You like you have naked butts. Naked butts? Butts. People's butts. There's butts in it. Mm. Well, there's butts in the other ones, isn't there? I don't know. You can always have sex with people in them. Except for me. <laughs> I played the whole first Mass Effect game and failed to sleep with anyone. Really? I played half the second game, still didn't sleep with anyone, turned it off, never played it again. I was like, if, But then I thought afterwards, actually, it's probably better off to sleep with people in real life and be good at actually mating with people. <laughs> than actually doing it in a video game. So I, I, I felt okay about that. But I did feel upset that none of the, no one wanted to sleep with me in, in Mass Effect. And Tom, someone told me you had to, to speak to people. But I'm like, sure I did. Anyhow, all I've heard about <laughs> is... Um, just standing there naked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey. I've just heard that there's like, it's not much of... Like, this game's like really been what... You know, the people love Mass Effect. Mm. You know, the lore of it, the whole universe. And then all of a sudden, they brought out this new one, fourth one, and then people were just like, it's just... It's not that much different than the old ones. There's not much of a jump or a leap, and especially the facial animation is like almost laughable. Mm. Like it's just so bland. There's all these videos now, like online, of these like comedy videos of all these things happening, like these dra dramatic moments of like, you know, this character says this, which you know changes the storyline. It's amazing, and it just cuts to the shot of a character with no emotion, is going. Mm. And now people put laugh tracks in there now. So it's like stuff. watching The Phantom Menace or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's like watching <laughs> Anakin <laughs> Mannequin Skywalker. <laughs> okay. um, one thing I do like about it, which I heard, is that uh, all the all the sexy times that you have, 100% consensual. Like, there, there's no more of this Duke Nukem going, Hey, baby, i got a car full of cash. Let's go rock the axle. <laughs> Cars have axles, right? Sure, that sounds I'm like sure you, And I'm sure you have sex in real life. 
I don't need to. I've got Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> uh, but no, that, that's good. That I think another uh, thing that, that a lot of people aren't liking about it is that the fact that it is set in a new... It's not set in the Milky Way anymore. They've gone past the Milky Way. It's in this new... Into one. the Andromeda? Is that what Galaxy? Maybe. I Maybe. Don't know. Yeah, the yeah. the neighbouring galaxy to the Milky Way? Oh, is that what it is? Called the Andromeda Galaxy? Okay, so that's obviously where they are, probably. Science, um, kids. But people just don't care. They just want to be back in the Milky Way with all the stuff they know about. Like, because... Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's Alpha Centauri. I, what? People... Yeah, oh. <laughs> that's just what I heard. It might not be true. Oh. Email me. Oh, man. This whole From, conversation To Ben's email. Like, oh, about it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, well, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing opinions out. I don't even play it. Yeah, that one game you have played is Horizon Zero Dawn. Yes, I've been playing that. I bought that last week or something. Um, that's great. Yeah. I think it's like, um, it's the rich man Zelda. <laughs> it's not the rich man Zelda. <laughs> it's the uh, snob man Zelda. <laughs> snob man Zelda. Anyhow, so, um, yeah, so, it's uh, set in, obviously, or I think it's like set into the far future. It's a post-apocalypse apocalypse. That's the word, yeah. yeah. Humans are, you know... Uh, Tribal, tribal again. There and there's all these robotic beasts roaming around. Robot dinosaurs. Well, you've heard all. No, no, they're dinosaurs. The one's a horse. No, Jeez. it's a dinosaur. Okay, they're all dinosaurs. It just looks like a horse. Like, yep. It's it's um it's straight away. I got pulled straight into the storyline. You're uh, you play as an uh, a um a girl who has been shunned by the tribe. Mm -hmm. You've been like it's because she called a robot dinosaur a horse. No, she she yeah. <laughs> So you have been brought up by another person who's... What's the one when you get kicked out of a tribe? What's that word called? Um, you know that bad? Ostracized? Ostracized. Yeah. No, no. Banished. banished. Mm. So there's another banished guy that you've been given to, and he's raised you. And you go through the, your whole life. It's this beautiful little thing. So he becomes basically your father figure. Mm -hmm. And then at a certain age, you get the opportunity to run these trials. And if you can, like... If you can run these trials, you get to become a brave, and if you win it, you can, even if you are banished, you're allowed back into the village. So she runs these trials, and uh, and it's because these like village elders, there's so many old ladies in this game, it's amazing. Like there's, a, there's more old ladies in this video game than there are young people, it's so good. There's all these old women everywhere. And just, I think we just found out why no one wants to have sex with you. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so okay. yeah, Zelda beats it, good to hear. No, and um... So yeah, you start away, you know, into this little rivalry because you get some of the people in the village. Obviously, they they treat outsiders. It's it's got the full racial card kind of thing, you know, like we hate you, you're not allowed in, you for no reason basically, just because they're these outsiders. And there's all these other tribes and all sort of stuff happens. You got this cool kind of thing. I'm not going to spoil whatever, but then it's an open world game. You um, can you climb every single mountain? Probably. No, you can't. Oh, you that, was, that was a loaded question. You can't. Oh. Yeah, it has border clipping. No, 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 no. Zelda doesn't. Well, you, there's a reason why you don't climb every mountain because there's nothing up do you around. Cross every stream. Do you follow every rainbow till you find your dream. Continue. Is that in the, the game? No, it's sound of music. Yeah, no. sounds like the robot unicorn sound. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyhow, yes, yeah, so I was really enjoying this, but it is very similar to Zelda in the fact, like you know, open world arrows. There's a lot of shooting arrows at people and stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, crafting, so get an arrow, you have to go pull a branch off a tree, get a bit of a bit of uh, a chip of uh, metal off of a thing and put them together to make every single arrow and stuff like that. It's fast, but like, yeah, very cool. Um, yeah, I just really enjoyed it. Cool. How far are you in? I, uh, about two hours. Yeah? Yeah, so. I, I'm 40 hours into Breath of the Wild. So that game's amazing. Have you found anyone to fight yet? <laughs> 
Yeah, you. <laughs> and we're going to do that right after this. And we're back here on Hack the Dino in the second part of the... Uh, Prehistoric extravaganza. Prehistoric. I should have said that at the start of the show. Well, peas. Yeah. You love your peas. I do. Is that a thing that you do every time? No, but okay, I just love peeing everywhere. Uh, Pee on the table. Pee all over the microphone. That's a shame. <sighs> anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, this is the um, part of the show where we talk about comics and, and comic reviews and, and everything that's kind of happening in the comic world, which is good because we've got three comic creators here. Yay! Comics. Um, we don't usually talk about any of the news that's going on, but I saw something earlier today I thought I may bring up, just very quickly. Uh, are we aware of what's happening in the world of Thor and Marvel at the moment, in the comic side of things? Lady Thor. Yeah, so... What? yeah, Thor, uh, two years ago, three years ago, what? lost the ability to pick up uh, Mjolnir. Pick up babes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he can do that. Right, uh, Chris. He, he plays Mass Effect really well. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, yeah... During a battle with Nick Fury, Nick Fury said a couple of words to him, and he became unworthy and was unable to pick up Mjolnir. Uh, then James Which is Foster, his hammer, if anyone doesn't know. Yeah, and you know whoever picks that up has the power of Thor. Uh, Jane Foster is now Thor because she is worthy. I find this weird. Is in like his name's Thor. Yeah, no, it's the unworthy now. Or the no, but his name's Thor. Yeah, like just because I, I feel that like you don't get. She's just got the power of lightning. No, not the power. She's of, got muscles. Yeah, but like I mean. When you go up the hammer, yep. your name doesn't become Thor. Yes, it does. Shall possess the power of Thor. That's what Donald Blake did. He was Donald Blake. Well, then Thor's name shouldn't be Thor. It should just be... Cause some. Well, it also, Donald Blake was Thor that Odin sent down to um, punish him for being insubordinate. Wait, is, is Thor's name Donald? No. <laughs> Originally, he's trying to tell us Donald really Blake <laughs> found the hammer of Thor, yeah. picked it up, and got the power of Thor. That was the original gimmick. Donald Blake was a doctor who had a link. And Dr. he picked up Dr. Lim, right? Yeah. yeah. And he picked up the hammer, pa Patrick Trout. It, it was Patrick Trout. Got in the TARDIS, <laughs> did a pee, and now he's Thor. Um, so then it was revealed that Odin sent Thor down to Earth, gave him amnesia, told him it was Donald Blake, and that he was. You know, so his was, name's Thor. But he is Thor, yes. Anyway, long story short, it's like a WWE title, okay? If you're Thor, you're the champion. <laughs> but he can't pick up the. Thor, but that, no, but now his name's now Odin's son. Okay, that's okay then. Odin's son. I'm fine now. But he's... I just thought, but everyone's still calling him Thor. Well, hang on to your Thor... Thor boots. Your, your Thor nature, because there's a third Thor coming around. Is it Loki? No. Is it... Well, it might theory? be. It's a mystery. Is it the Rainbow so Road? you've got... <laughs> it's the Rainbow Serpent. Uh, so you've got uh, Odin's son, who's Where? the unworthy Thor. Who is Thor? <laughs> you've got Jane Foster. Who is Thor. Who is Thor. And then uh, in the latest issue, uh, spoiler alert, I guess, skip forward a couple of minutes, um, Thor has been searching for... Thor has been searching for... Oh, wow. Searching for himself. This is just an episode full of alliteration. Okay, so Thor, Man-Thor? Man-Thor, uh, young worthy Thor, uh, has been searching for uh, the ultimate hammer... That was uh, the not, culmination of all the, the Thors from uh, the secret, uh, no, no, no. secret. Um, fear itself. Not fear itself. No, no, no. That this was all that. That was no. hammers. No, 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 no. Forget that. It's done. Forget that. This is from the previous one, the secret war, uh, secret worlds, or secret 
thingy. Uh, Secret Wars. Yeah. That just happened. Wait, I was just watching you. Just watching this. Yeah, thank you. I'm on fire. We got Secret mm-hmm. Empire. Now. Anyway, uh, Ultimate Hammer. Odin's son found it. Went, no, I'm going to wait for someone else who's worthy to ultimate get it. Ultimate Hammer. The Ultimate Hammer. So that means that when you, you get the power of this hammer, your name is Ultimate Hammer. No. Someone came, mysterious figure came, picked it up, and he's now called War Thor. Warthor. Oh my god. War Thor. When did this happen? What I don't know, but I, I picture him listening to Blue Monday a lot. <laughs> I'm glad you two got that joke. <laughs> I wasn't sure. The, um, For those of you at home, Blue Monday was a uh, electronic pop band that was popularised in Warsaw. It's also a comic book. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is that you, that beard? No. Will you stop? There he is. <sighs> Best customer in the world just walked in. Uh, so, uh, yeah, there's now three Thors going around, as well as Better A Bill. He's still around. I'm pretty sure Frog Thor's still hopping yeah. along. Frog Thor I do like. Yeah. I mean, how can't you like a tiny frog that's Thor? Yeah. Yeah, you know that. I didn't know that. I'm learning so many things today. <laughs> anyway, Marvel. Uh, yeah, together, it. man. Uh, anyway, what do you got, Dan? Oh, oh, wise. Yeah. Well, tonight, today, um, tonight at the shop, we have actually a, a, a graphic novel launch of a local creator, which is something you do quite often. Yeah, well, as often as we can, as people are creating. Yep. So this is a full graphic novel from uh, art. Writer and artist Dr. Mike Cooper, who we had on... Oh, yeah, second episode? Yeah, second episode. Yeah. He is now releasing his graphic novel of Universe Gunk, and he will have it in the store today. So um, I'm just, you know, pushing that a little bit, talking about it. It's, now, um, this was it, a Kickstarter, a very successful Kickstarter mm-hmm. that funded the... Funded itself yeah. pretty quickly. Yep. Um, so it costs like 1997 <laughs> an hour shot, and we've got copies here if anyone wants to come down and grab it. I think it's the first It's the first four issues of, um, of, of Universe Gunk. And yeah... It'll be here, so I'm really excited about that. And there's going to be free curry, I heard, yeah, at the um, I'm so really at, yeah. the, at the at the launch tonight, and wine. Wow! So this episode might go up late because I'm just going to be eating all the curry. <laughs> I'm not I, editing the podcast. There was a vibe that it was going to be blue curry. Oh, blue curry. Oh, yeah, it's in, it's in his yeah, it's, it's a, yeah, it's, it's very important. Well, if it's like really hot, I might need some blue milk. <laughs> oh, Star Wars. Yeah. Is it green or blue? It's blue. blue. Of course, it's blue. Um, very, 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 very quickly, I'm just going to um, talk green. about it as well. What kind of world do you live in where they have green milk? Lime milkshakes? Oh, that checks out. <laughs> um, also, uh, this week, um, so I'm not going to review comics like I usually do in some of my ways. Oh, through. really? No, I'm just going to talk about some new releases that come out this week. So we've got the um, volume one of Over the Garden Wall. So to anyone out there who knows the uh, TV show, is it Nicole? No, who makes it? Don't know who makes it, doesn't matter. Um... Yeah, yeah, there are now graphics. Just forget about it. Yeah, there's, there's now. No, 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 he's not no. forgetting the creators. Just the. So the creators are the original creators of the television show. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Do you know who they are, Virginia? You're a big fan of the show, aren't you? No, I've never seen it. Yeah. I just, I, <laughs> You're a massive fan, aren't you? Yeah. No, I, uh, I. It's one of those things that we say, yes, you should definitely do it. Watch. Why have you not watched it yet? And then I've been the least person to not watch it yet. But so, I have read uh, some of the comics. They're really great. Yeah, so it's written and illustrated by Jim Campbell with Daniel Burgos. I don't mm-hmm. know if um. She's like the original person I'm saying, but he's the original dude. Um, so yeah, it's volume one of that out. For any fans out there of Over the Garden Wall, and there are a lot of fans of Over the Garden Wall, we like, when we got it in, people were Do we like, know the basic premise? I've, I've never heard of it. You've I'm, never I'm heard of it. I'm going to be that guy. It's, it's one of those shows that like I have pe- people coming in who are like, mostly like 20-somethings, and they're like, yeah, and you look at it. I, I, you can't look at it because you guys are on, we're listening to it. It's, it looks this very simple, um, uh, fairy tale kind of thing. It's about this little kid who's got a teapot on his head. But, like, supposedly it's one of those 
very dark tales, hidden as a children's like kind of vibe. So um, and people love it. Oh, so one of those things that parents would go, "Hey, oh, I'll buy this for my nine-year-old." No, but there are a lot and of parents that come in and then um, love it, scar them. Well, yeah. So then the story I'm just going to quickly mention, but uh, uh, but because we have an actual real comic book. Uh, creator, as creator. opposed to us two, who yeah, are yeah, everywhere. Yeah, but we're not real ones. Let Gina talk about one of her um, one of her favourite graphic novels mm-hmm. that we we also stock, which is Take It Away. Okay, so one of my favourite uh, graphic novels I've been reading recently. I read a lot of YA um, adventure and nonfiction. For those who so, don't know, YA is young adult. Thank you uh, for that note. And uh, this one came out from my favourite comic book publisher, First Second Books. Um, a little while ago, and it's called Secret Coders by Gene Lewin Yang and Mike Holmes. That's how you pronounce the last name, Dan. That's how you say it. A good name. Yeah. It's not like me. Do you know what I would have I would go. Okay, so it's by, um, let me get the book, Jeannie Lewin Yang and Mike. Anyway, yeah, fascinating stuff. Georgina, what's your So, Secret Coders, written by Gene Lewin Yang and illustrated by Mike Holmes. Um, is amazing. So the reason it's amazing is uh, it's an adventure, fictional sort of adventure thing. You've got three main characters. You've got a, a girl and two guys, and they basically learn about coding, how to code computers Sweet. throughout the book. So it, it has some informational sort of educational purpose. So obviously there's a good from that point of view. But I hate maths. I've always hated maths. I've yep. always hated computering stuff. Yep. I've never been good at it. I just like drawing. That's where it's at. Yeah. Uh, and then I read this, and I think it's just because I didn't understand it. And then I started reading this, and yes, it is for kids. It's aimed for YA sort of kids um, thing, but at the end of each chapter, there's like a now. Here's the puzzle. You have before you get to the next chapter, figure it out. And I got so much pleasure from sitting there and going, oh, so if we well, go back and like that's what we learned in that chapter. Cool, I'll write it down and I figure it out, and I always get it right because I'm like, they they you, you invest the time into reading it and into then figuring out the puzzle, and I can now code a little bit, and it's just so exciting Sweet. to learn you know, something. Is it comic. also something I found out the other day that was actually. Uh, gobsmacked me is that kids in primary school now learn coding. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. There's websites dedicated to it. My daughter, who's nine, mm-hmm. uh, she sits on uh, this site that has like a Minecraft uh, coding section. And you have, uh, say, your Steve character, and he has to walk across three spaces, down one, down left, mm-hmm. to get to a block. And they have to get the That's code, right. pull it down with the mouse, and put it in the correct. Uh, automation. Like the actual like slash C. Yeah, so it's like you've got a bubble on the side of all the commands, and you have to get them and put them in order. And once That's you put amazing. them in order right, you press run. Yep. And if you get it right, he gets to the box. And if not, he sort of stops in the middle of where you stuffed up the code. Yeah. Does one of those screen glitches where his face <laughs> implodes, his teeth come out, and stuff. Yeah, basically. Um, and then yeah, you can't climb up mountains because it's raining. So uh, amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, coding, good. Yes, it's good. And like, so the, this is one of three. They've got three out now, and I'm, I think there's more to come, at mm, least another one. Yep. Um, so it's a continuing series, and it's amazing. And I, I also really love the art. It's very well written. Gene Luen Yang is, um, he was a teacher originally. What has he done? American Born Chinese was his sort of breakthrough one. He's right. also done a level, he wrote, which he wrote level, and illustrated, Level, level, up, level up, which he had illustrated by another artist that I can't remember off the top of my head. It's funny, all his books seem like they're autobiographical, but like if you read both those books, you're like, clearly these aren't him because these are two different stories. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like, he's, he's a very um, personable writer, mm-hmm. so it is, it is very appealing for both. It's interesting, so it's appealing for the kids, but it's also personable so you can read it as an adult. And actually get something out of it. Um, American Boy and Chinese is top-notch book. It's about being um, Chinese in America, set, uh, children of immigrant parents, mm-hmm. and sort of that sort of uh, dichotomy, I guess. 
It's yes. American War Jane. Yes, yeah, really well written. It's kind of like a it's it's there's three stories in there juxtaposed next to each other. You get the story of Monkey, you know, as in like Monkey Magic. We get to get the story of uh, the main kid, yeah, just living through his life, and he has, uh, and then you get this um, sitcom, an American sitcom. That is set at the same time as when the kid's growing up, and it's one of those old, like over the top, very racist, over the top style. racist, where they're like, you know, the, the, there's a there's a Chinese character, and he's like the Chinese cousin. Like, remember, like the Strangers, where yeah. it's actually racist. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, and like it's all just like he's saying like all those horrible, like you know, um, like yeah, we don't. I'm sure. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I didn't say. And then like there's a laugh track in it and stuff, yeah. and then these three stories start smashing into each other, like in the book, and like breaking into each other's reality and that. Oh, cool! And it's just like it's a fascinating read. It's yeah, like, I think it's required reading for anyone who wants. Yeah, to read. and I, I, I that I there was a uh, I had like a, an older custom come in the day, and they got it, and they were like, that was amazing. Like you know, like an older lady who's yeah. not really massively into. Like the uh, graphic novels and that, she went into like this is this is amazing. Like so many schools get it. I mean, it's won all the awards. Yeah, and it, like, all the awards, all the awards. Yeah. And Gene's being picked. I can't remember exactly what the award is, but he's like a representative of young people in. He's got something new coming out as well. So I just saw the other day, and I can't remember the what it is. No, I'm sure we'll get to it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, speaking of getting to things, what do you got there? Ah, uh, yeah, talking about myself. Yeah, yeah. my favourite. Yeah. Yeah. I, I talked about hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you're good at that stuff. Um, Not really. So here, I have a comic here that you can't see yeah. uh, that I have made. It's definitely that. Um, it's me. called Harry Potter and My Childhood Obsession. Uh, fairly self-explanatory title, but I guess I should explain that a little bit more. Mm -hmm. It's full colour. It's mm -hmm. full colour, which is very fancy for a self-published thing. And weren't you telling me the other day, Dan, it's the best indie seller in your store? Something along those lines? Yeah, I reckon that would be one of the best, one of the best sellers. Oh, what are you? You Ooh. probably know the numbers. No, but anyhow. Well, I have almost run out of it. and I've printed 200. I've got 13 left. So that's that's the biggest, the best-selling kind of Yeah, yeah. Thing. And it's, it's easily, like, the easiest sell in here. Like, people just see it and, like, Harry Potter. And, like, yeah, it's an autobiographical comic. And then I basically turn to the page where you laminate the... Yeah, that's the what everyone loves. Yeah. <laughs> Don't spoil uh, it. I would, no, I won't. I won't. Um, so Look out for the laminating gag. This one was a 24-hour challenge comic. So I don't know cool. if you, have your listeners heard about the 24-hour comic challenge? Oh, I that's yeah, our listeners are pretty sharp, pretty and if sharp. they haven't, I'm pretty sure they can determine. By Google? <laughs> or, you know, 24 you hours. Like one standard, yeah. Yeah. It, so you're supposed to do 24 pages in 24 hours, which means writing and drawing a page an hour. Mm -hmm. And uploading it to the comp. Yeah. Uh, which is less good these days. Than you sort of just do it off your own back. There's it used to be of... very big. Yeah. In the day. yeah. Can and you, now... like, cheat? Like, so spend six months putting it together, and then on the night just go, yeah, one hour. No, no, you can't. You can't. Because no? they, every couple of hours they put little things that have to be in there. Oh, really? Like a yep. word or maybe an object or yeah. something like that. Oh, yeah. smarter like. than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not hard. Yeah, so this one is obviously about Harry Potter, my childhood obsession. Uh, I recently, I never re finished reading Harry Potter book seven. I got halfway through and sort of gave up when I was in my year 11, so I was 16. And at the time I kind of, I had a few things happening that year. I had some major surgery on my jaw. And uh, year, year 11 happened, like, you know, exams and things like that. I wasn't coping. And, uh, and I never finished it. And then, like, almost 10 years later, I finally was like, you know what? I'm going to finish Harry Potter. And I did it. Can I spoil it for you? Uh, I've already read it, so yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, Voldemort just wins. Oh, Everything. Voldemort? Yeah. He, he, uh, Everyone in the world ends up not having a nose. Voldemort wins all the awards. <laughs> all the awards. All the yeah. awards. Yeah, okay. He becomes a muggle. Oh, that's good. <laughs> without a nose. <laughs> Anyhow, this book is amazing. I love it. It's um, it's super cute. 
And it, it's basically about you having this massive obsession yeah, with Harry Potter when you were younger. Kind of like, and then... Throwing it away and then get, getting it all back again. Well, like, the bits sure. in that I really like, it's like your younger self not, like, with you, not being able to believe that yeah. you haven't read this last book. Like, like, and just how you changed it. And then, like, the adorable parts where, you're, like, your parents really felicitated? Oh, no, facilitated. Facilitated. Yeah. Um, this obsession that you had, it's great. Like, they just went all out. They made you a Harry Potter four-post bed. My dad made me a four-post bed. And my, like I made, I hand-illustrated a collection of about 40 of the Harry Potter characters and then wrote all their names out, laminated all of them, and then made it a mix-match game. So you have to, like, match the name to the character I'd drawn. Mm. Uh, they were all in this amazing sort of star pose. Like, someone just standing straight-legged and their arms out. That's the pose they were all in for some reason. Uh... Yeah, and I would make all my friends do it, and they were all terrible at it, because I was not a great drawer back then. <laughs> and I really appreciate the uh, scar that you carved into your head as oh, well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> That's dedication. Oh, you know, you try. Uh, and how you poked your eyes out, so you had to wear glasses. <laughs> yeah, you wear glasses, and you know that's not true. <laughs> I, I poked my eyes. Oh, okay, sorry, yeah. I'm mistaken. Um, I see, I was a little bit older when Harry Potter first came out, so yeah. I wasn't on that train. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I agree. So, <laughs> well, you poked your eyes out. Yeah. Uh, so... Being a uh, later person, I decided uh, a go. when my daughter was born, <laughs> nine years ago, uh, that I would give it a go because there's going to be a generation of people yep. growing up having read these and I thought, you know, if I want to be a writer, I need to read these. So I sat down and read the first book and just loved it and then burnt all the yeah. way through them because they're so fantastically written. Are they... I heard they were badly written. No, some they're of it, great. Like, some of the choices. I'm a great. massive fan of callbacks. Yeah. What's callback? uh, oh yeah, like yeah. a callback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Literally what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> like a 24 hour comic book challenge. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the uh, my favourite's Goblet of Fire, just oh, because I did not see that twist coming at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With when they reached the cup yeah. and what torn. happened? I can't remember. Oh, wait up, they touch the cup and they go somewhere. Well, I was, you know, uh, yes. I, I feel like probably it's something they introduced right at the start. Yeah. And because you look at the book as well, you know you're getting towards the end. Really but then cool. as soon as they touch it and they go, vroom. Uh, Don't say vroom in the, in the book. No, just, sure. Please, just go along with it. Yeah. Be part of the world, my friend. Anyway, yes, that's my favourite one. Uh, and then the yeah. callback when they find out about the Horcruxes and that the diary, uh, Thomas's yeah, diary from the oh, second man. book, yeah. was one of the Horcruxes. I and... can't believe how much is in the earlier books that, like, and maybe she didn't think planned it out that way, but maybe she did. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. Like, I believe way. that she planned it out more than I believe that Lucas planned out all Star oh, Wars. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, given that, a couple of years later, I decided, oh, you know what, everyone's looking at Twilight, I'll give it a go. Uh, <laughs> got halfway through the first page and went, I'm not reading this crap. Aww. Put it down. Yeah, it makes me really upset that Cedric Diggory was portrayed by Robert Patterson in the movies. I just recently rewatched number four. He's alright, but he, like Cedric Diggory is like this one time that Hufflepuff, I'm a Hufflepuff, for those who know or care. I'm a Voldemort. Just a Voldemort? Yeah, just, just <laughs> I'm his nose. Okay. That's why I couldn't oh. find it. <laughs> I didn't realise It's because I'm always running. You know, I had a nose with all red hair coming out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and a beard. Yeah. Um, Over a flatuated opinion of Flatuate? Wow, okay. Flatuate. You need another coffee, Ben. That's why I'm infatuated. Anyway, Georgina's book, Harry Potter and My Childhood Obsession. Get it, we're all good independent comics ourselves. Even if you don't like Harry Potter. Of course you can. It's about fandom. Who doesn't like Harry Potter? You should like Harry Potter. If not, Dan will come over and make you read it. My favourite was Poke Your Eyes Out. Really? Lupin and Sirius. 
Really? Oh, man. man. For me, See, was... Sirius... No. No, Didn't... Lupin was my favourite, by far. Like, hands down, Lupin was my favourite. I like the bit that's like enjoyed, that. Thing. I enjoyed the twist of Sirius. Yeah. When I first read it, because I remember I was the right age. So for yeah, me, true. I was like, wow, Voldemort's finally not in it. There's a bit of a twist. <laughs> I'm talking about the movies. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Only because, like, that's I felt where it just got, like, this is cool. Yeah. Like, this isn't a kid's movie. That was definitely the best of, like, the start of the good and the better movies. Good and movies. Good, I know. Speaking of good run. movies, it's time to play <laughs> Dan vs. the World in video game Jukebox. Yay. Okay, so I'm trying really hard to explain this as quickly as I can. I'm uh, not succeeding, but I'm going to give it another go. Each of you has five questions. I'm going to play a five-second piece of music from a video game. You'll take it in turns. Using those five questions, try and guess what that video game music is. You can ask for another five seconds. You can ask for a cryptic hint, or you can ask a straight-out question. Done. Yeah, all right, that'll do. Uh, end of the five questions, you have to guess. If you guess earlier, uh, you get it wrong, point goes to the other person. Now we have to. Currently, Dan is on ten, and the world is on ten. Uh, G-Rex, you're uh, the world this week. And Dan, you're you. Sick. It's all tied up. I be Dan, and he be the no, no, because that's not how it works. no, oh, no. All right, too much, too much power will go to my head. Song number okay. one, first five seconds coming at ya. Will it work? Today? Okay, that's five seconds. Yeah, there you go. yeah, yeah. Wait, so two, two keys of a piano. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of chords in there. So you get the first. Okay. First go. Uh, is it a puzzle game? Yes. Mm. What? Yeah, <laughs> guess what? I reckon someone knows what it is. <laughs> Dan, your turn. Another five seconds. What console is it primarily on? Uh, the DS. The DS. The DS. Alright. Okay, Georgina. How specific do we have to be? Uh, no, you need to get the name of the game. Oh, this, like, the, the name oh, of man. the game. So you've got four yeah, more questions. Yeah, I know, but I can't remember. Oh no, this is terrible. So, uh... I'm imposing a time limit. Yep, okay, sorry. You can ask a question. I don't know what it is. So. You can ask for another five seconds. I know what if you it want. is, but I don't know the specific game because I can't remember them. That's not going to help me. Another five right, seconds. You can ask for a clue. Okay, give, can you give me a cryptic clue about the, you know, you know, the right. second half of the title? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, not sorry. without giving it away. How did you get that? I'm like, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. That's all it was. Well, it's a big game. Um, yeah. Really? Uh, yeah, it's a very well-known. That's your clue. It's a no. very well-known game. <laughs> that's not a clue. That's, that's a clue. Not. It's not. I mean, I have I have a DVD of this game. I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. But unfortunately, I think. Yeah. 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 Yep. There you go. That's a hint for you. <laughs> yeah, go for a DVD collection. Dan, your turn. I have gone through a DVD collection before, actually. <laughs> okay, so question two. Yeah, Let's go. Game. Can you hear another five? Um, oh, I know. Because I know what she likes. Yeah, mm. you do. Um, I don't know the specific. Oh, this is so shameful. Alright, so I was thinking, uh, so what? <laughs> um, so we know it's a puzzle game, we know that it's on the DS, we know yep. that Gina likes and has a DVD of it. <laughs> yep. It's very popular. Yep. Okay, so I now know what it is as well, yeah. but I don't know any of the last names. Well, maybe them. you'd like to hear another five seconds. No, give me a clue. <laughs> a clue? Hint. <laughs> Alright, uh, hint. It's um, one of the first three. There you go. So that tells you a lot. It's a series. So, uh, Regina, your turn. Can I have another five seconds, please? You certainly can. Thank you. 
Alright, bonus time. So yeah. much more Ogo oh, or whatever. Skip it, it away. Feels chilly. 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 <laughs> Actually, my wife plays the chili. Yeah, you on that. Oh, you're in trouble. Your turn. I won't be. Um, Come on. Second best customer just walked in. Yeah, right. Back to the game. All right. So, um, what what Professor Layton game is it? <laughs> <laughs> so you want a hint? Yep. Yep. It's the one with the train. God damn it! I knew it was going to be the one with the train. Yeah, but because. Oh, God. So, question number four. Do, do, do you know what it is now? Like, I know the game. I played the game, but I can't remember, like, what the specific... All right, I'm just going to end this. Is it Professor Layton and the train? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Uh, it wasn't your turn. Oh. No, no, it's Georgina's turn, so... Is this a question, or is this a guessing? You can you guess. guess you know. It's number four, but if you get it wrong, Dan gets it. Yeah, he gets a point. I don't want to give you a point for nothing. Uh, Points for nothing and chicks for free. <laughs> Uh, what else? I don't know what else to ask other than, like, I mean, know oh, it's the train one. Yep. Uh, it's the something express one, I sure, because I'm trying to remember. Oh, it's I'm just, I'm just thinking, I guess Christie's like, Poirot and the Orient Express, but it's not that. It's obviously not Poirot. The... I don't know any of the numbers. <gasps> and three, yeah, two, hint. Yeah, hint? Yeah, sure. Uh, this one had two titles. Oh, man. Alright. So this game, I think it's the only one, yeah, had two titles. Is it Professor Layton and the Two Trains? No, it's not. Damn it! <laughs> Pandora's Box. What? Of course it was! It's the very first one, I believe. It is! Yeah, I, thought, I thought you were in for that. Dude, I... But you won anyway, because Dan guessed wrong. So there you go. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Song number two, first five seconds. Everyone knows this one. Haven't you done this one? No, I haven't. Georgina. Does everyone know this one? You should. Oh. If you had a childhood, you'd know this one. See, I didn't have a childhood. I oh, was okay. childhoodless. Well, I feel bad. Um, no, I was born at the age of 30 and ah, I'm working backwards. Yeah. Um, oh, can you give me a hint? Yep. Please? Uh, it was on the Super Nintendo. Okay. Damn. Uh, what? You know what it is, don't you? Um, what? Sort of game is this? It is a driving competition game. A racing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. I'm just gonna guess Mario Kart. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I didn't think it would be that simple though. I heard no, it was like oh. I shouldn't have prolonged that. No, every week you do this, Dan. Like, well, I don't want anyone to be able to guess in their first instant. So, uh, the world's on 12 and Dan's on 10. Okay, last game. Here we go. Dr. Mike's just walked in. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Can that be the soundtrack for my life? Maybe. Um, no, it's not your turn. It's first. Uh, can I have a hint? A hint? Uh, this was a multi-platform game. Okay. Mm. What console was it on? It was on the Genesis. Oh. Sega Genesis? Correct. Or the Mega Drive? <laughs> it's on the Sega Genesis. Uh, can I have another five seconds, please? Yes, you can. Mm. Right. I've never even played the Sega, so I have no idea of any other games that were on there. Does the music sound familiar? I mean, it sounds familiar, but... Okay, so, Dan? Marsha? Yep, you're me, shot. I don't know, you know, give me a hint. A hint? Yep. Um, 
This was a very popular movie as well. Uh, I guess another hint. Another hint? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You never expect people to ask my hint? No, I just assume that I'll be able to come up with them on the spot. Um, <laughs> this, uh, this game has a lot in common with the uh, Christina Aguilera song. Hmm. <laughs> well, that narrowed it now. <laughs> yes, now can I have a hint about what song am I in? Dan, your turn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Number three. Question three. Question three. Um, what sort of genre game is it? It is a platformer. Like a jumpy, 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 jumpy. Have we said that already? No. No. Yeah. Regina. Question number four, I believe. Uh, another five seconds, why not? No, that's such a great tune. I'd love to hear it. It is more. a great tune. I actually thought you guys would get this quicker. Keeping it going. Yeah, it's, it's just I know all the words to that song. <gasps> There's words. Not in this version. Oh. Damn. Words. Question four. What are the words? <laughs> <laughs> hey, clear the way in the old bazaar. Hey, you let us through. There's a bright new star. Oh, come be the first to meet his eyes. Actually, no, no, no. no idea. Make way, here he comes. Ring bells, bang the drums. Or you're going to love this guy. And then I give it away. So, yeah, okay. Dan, question four. Right, okay. I get a vibe now, but... Um... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, well, ask a question. Um, You're too behind uh, here. I'm, I'm out of questions. I have no idea. It's based on a movie. Uh, it's on Sega Genesis. Multi-platform. Has something coming with a Christina Aguilera song yet? Uh, I don't even know what song is this. What, what song <laughs> Christina Aguilera does it have something in common with? Genie in a Bottle. Can we, can we get a second? I know what? I know what it is. Well, you should have thought of that before you is asked. It, a silly question. it is a laugh. Yay! See, Dan, you just you you've been playing Yay. this for twelve episodes now, and you just always get all the I hints. Guess I'm really excited about this. <laughs> <laughs> so, at the end of this week's Dan versus the World, we have Dan on ten still, and the world thanks to G Rex on thirteen. I Myself. And that wraps it up for another fortnight here at Hack the Dino. Uh, you can find us on the Ye Oldie Facebook, over at Hack the Dino, also on Instagram, also at Hack the Dino, and on Twitter at Hack the Dino. Uh, I will say, if you do listen to this on iTunes, if you could leave a review or some such, that would be awesome. One star, five stars, either doesn't worry me, just don't do three stars, because three stars is basically, well done, you tried. Either you really hate this or you really love it. None of this golf club business. Um, Dan, where can they find you? You can find me at Greenlight Comics or my house. And Georgina X, where can we find you? Online. Online? Yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe don't come to my house, it's a bit messy. Okay. Um, but in coffee shops, if you want to hang out. Uh, online, I'm Instagram is at girlrexstore. Rex is in dinosaur, R-E-X. Uh, and everywhere else is George Rex Comics. And that wraps us up for another fortnight. We'll see you in 14 days. Count the minutes. And less minutes because it's daylight second. Oh, yeah, that ends, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh. Uh, goodbye. Humiliation.